Hey everybody, welcome to Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me as always is just just Cortland, just Goosebumps Cortland. It's just normal old me. Yeah, normal welcome me. back to Goosebumps Cortland. I'm so glad to be back in Goosebumps, Brandon. We did it again, you know, we talk about old shows and then they fucking come back. We're the Crypt Keepers. We did it all on our own. If there is a reboot of Tales from the Crypt soon, it's uh, it's from us, you know. We did this. <laughs> yes. If anybody out there is missing a TV show, just please <laughs> send it our way and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, we, we got your back. <laughs> we'll record a podcast about it and bring it back. Absolutely. So, Cortland, a new Goosebumps just came out. Yeah, yep. I've been looking forward to this one for a while now. I remember seeing the trailers for it uh, a couple of months ago, and this past Friday the 13th, Disney Plus, well, mostly Hulu because it was fucked up on Disney Plus, but Disney Plus unleashed five episodes of Goosebumps. I didn't even know they were going to do five at once. I had no idea. That was a surprise. I knew, like, I knew there was going, I didn't even know how many episodes there was going to be. <laughs> I didn't look up anything about this. I saw a trailer like a few months ago and I was like, okay, so this is actually happening because I heard whispers about our new goosebumps uh, a while ago. Yeah. But now it's actually out and uh, it's 10 episodes altogether. Yeah. Yep. 10 altogether. And first five are out right now. Although I only watched the first episode so far. Yeah. Same. So right now we have no idea where this is going. But by the time you listen to this, you could have binged the whole thing, probably. I'm sure most people have. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to, but I'm I'm going to stifle myself. I will hold off. We'll do one a week because I can't yes. handle more than that. <laughs> I, just don't, I can't do it. We got other things going on. Yeah, we do. All right, Cortland. So today we are talking about episode one, Say Cheese and Die. Yeah. You know, named after uh, Say Cheese and Die. Classic Goosebumps book. What did you think of this episode, Cortland? Well, Brandon, this episode, it's kind of long because obviously they have to set things up. This isn't your typical horror Mm -hmm. anthology. It's more like uh, the reboots of Are You Afraid of the Dark where you're following the same group of kids through all, in this case, 10 episodes. So there was a lot here. They had to introduce all the characters and kind of get things going. So there are parts in this episode that are a bit boring, if I'm going to be honest with you. But overall, um, I quite liked it, and I'm very, very interested in seeing where it's going to go. There are, there are parts that drag, and now that I actually think about it, 10 episodes is a lot. Because those, sure those Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot seasons, like on episode four of those, I was already like, okay. Yep, wrap it up, folks. Well, let's wrap it up. We got this. 10 episodes. Yes. I was, I was hoping for less... Because with it not being an anthology style show, it's like, I, what can they do for 10 episodes with these characters? We're going to find out, though. <laughs> yeah. Gonna just going to keep keep throwing crazy shit at them and see what happens. Every day they're just like, oh, fuck, another thing. God damn it. Worms this time? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there were a lot of worms in this episode. Like, sure Arl Stein, if he had any notes for this show. <laughs> more worms they yeah. they listened they, they listened. did there's a couple worms brandon there's a whole couple worms later <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna start start off this episode with a huge complaint oh go and for it. that is uh that it doesn't start out with rl stein introducing the episode oh, such a shame if rl stein doesn't make a cameo which i could look right now because i have the imdb opened if he does not make a cameo at some point in this series it's trash <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, like it doesn't matter what we say about it during the podcast. If we get to the end and he's not in it, then retroactively, I hate it. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Well, um, we're not going to go line by line like a normal episode of this podcast. We're just going to kind of go, you know, a little bit loosey-goosey here. Yeah, Uh, let's do it. The episode begins, we see kind of like a Pacific Northwest looking town. Yeah. Kind of similar to the Are You Afraid of the Dark, Curse of the Shadows town. Like, Yes, very seaside. Yeah, I was thinking like, is this the same town? But <laughs> no, I thought prob- the same. Probably not. There's other seaside towns with <laughs> yeah. trees. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of forest and a lot of water and everybody's like right up on dock. You know, it's it's very... It's, it's pretty, like, I like it. The drone shots in the opening are really nice. Yeah. So we see that we're in 1993 to start this episode. Oh, yeah, you're right. 1993. Which is cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I hope this whole thing is in 1993. That would be interesting. <laughs> Please just pander to my generation. Please. We see a character. Uh, his name is Harold Biddle. Oh, and right. he's... He's going into his spooky kind of empty house that maybe only he lives in. I don't know. He's like a teenage boy. Yeah, he's like 15 years old and he goes into his like mansion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's like there's no one there. No. And he's just walking around feeding worms to his pet something. Mm hmm. Yeah, because he like goes right down into his basement, his hidden secret basement. Yes. His part of the house, (laughs) as well as all the rest of the house, which is also his. Yeah, it gave me very much uh, laughing in the dark when Josh was home alone and the parents were like, we're out because we hate you. It's like that. Like, there are no parents. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So just like classic, you know, are you afraid of the dark goosebumps? The parents don't matter. (laughs) Then at some point, the doorbell rings and he goes up and checks it out and there's no one there. (gasps) Very classic horror scene here. And yep. he goes back in the house, and the doorbell rings again. I'd hate that. And this time, this time he goes out, and he's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> yeah. And as soon as he goes back in the house, then oh my god, Corlin, shit just starts going crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's like his house is fucking haunted. Shit goes like uh, falls over all over the place, just out of nowhere. Those shits falling over. Doors are slamming. I don't know. Ghosts are saying boo. I don't know. It's, it's just all kinds fire. of crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and he like he falls down some stairs and the door locks. Oh, that poor kid. And then his house just starts on fire. Yeah, yeah. So like he falls down and I think he like trips over a candle or something which hits the ground and just blazes up as if there was lighter fluid everywhere or kerosene yes. or something. And he fucking dies, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, then there's like an explosion. Nineteen ninety three was not a good year for Mr. Brittle or whatever his name was. <laughs> Mr. Biddle. Biddle, right. Sounds like a Harry Potter character. Mr. I was going to say it sounds like Sarah Whittle. <laughs> oh, they wish. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this whole thing, like this this last 20 seconds of the show is like a Mr. Bean routine. Like he's just like, whoa, whoa. And things are just going crazier and crazier. And you're like, oh, my God, just sit down, dude. <laughs> Chill yeah. out. No, he doesn't. But though, yeah, man. so he, he fucking, fucking explodes. <laughs> Fucking and then nice. it cuts cuts to the intro, which, Cortland, yeah. I knew there wasn't going to be a dog barking the song. <laughs> I wish there was, but... I, I know, uh, I know. Obviously, it would be better with a dog barking the song. 
But I just want to say, like, I wasn't just like, okay, give me the same old thing or it's bad. Yeah. But I don't really like the uh, the intro of this on episode one. Maybe it changes. You know, maybe they'll do something where it's, like, different depending on the episode. Because, like, it seems like every episode is going to have a theme to it based around one of the Goosebumps mm-hmm. books. So maybe it'll change. Maybe it won't. I think it's fitting for, like, how dark the story is right off the bat. But... I don't really care. I'm not here. Like intros these days are kind of just like this is Goosebumps. Okay, next. You know, so yeah, they're it's, literally it's made to be skipped on streaming services for sure. Yeah, but it's a shame because I love a good intro. I do too, Brandon. Oh well, uh, the '90s are over because now it's 2023. Ah, oh, boo! <laughs> and everybody's talking slang that you don't understand. Uh, as long as nobody calls anybody a simp, it's fine. They will. It's episode one, Cortland. Give it time. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, so we start here at like some kind of diner or cafe place. And there's a couple of boys here, mm-hmm. James and Isaiah. And we see we see a dude just on a skateboard eating shit. Oh my God. Yes, from, he does. From the roof of this cafe. Yeah, he just falls right off of the roof on his skateboard. And then he, like, lifts his head up and there's blood dripping out of his mouth. Like, he just got hurt. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? (laughs) Yeah, he's just like, oh, man. I totally biffed it, bro. Such a shooby. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and his mom comes out and is like, all right, let's get you back to bed, honey. (laughs) All right, come on, squid. (laughs) From there, we go to a pep rally. And there's like a coach there who's like, man, I know I'm not supposed to say this, but here's my favorite oh my kid, God. Isaiah. Why would he do that? Yeah. He's all just like, I know I love you all, but my favorite yeah. is Isaiah, the main character Isaiah, of this episode. The quarterback of the football team. Yeah. You know. I gotta say, Brandon, um, so this whole pep rally thing is really just a baseline to introduce us to most of the characters. Like, that's all we've gotten so far. We got Isaiah, we have James, who is, by the way, in the um in the mascot. Like he is the mascot for this team. And we'll have to talk about that mascot because it's horrifying. Uh and then we also have like Margot and Isabella and Allison, I think her name is, right? Like we see yeah. a little bit of everybody here. It's really I think it's a good way to introduce all the characters pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, we're in a school. Most of these characters either attend the school or work at the school. Yeah, and, uh, very school-centric. So, yeah, we meet them all here. There's people. There's uh, some relationship drama mm-hmm. going on. So we find out that Isaiah is not doing so well in school. And oh, no. he's not going to be able to play in the big game not unless he gets game. an A on the history test. Oh, no. This is classic. Classic drama. Yeah. Are we sure we're not in 1993? <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's still going on, Cortland. Some things wow. never change. From here, we actually cut back to the Biddle home. Oh, right. And we see Justin Long uh, oh my God, right. roll up to the house. I don't know what his character's name is. I'm just going to call him Justin Long forever. And he shows up at the haunted house, and he's the new owner. It was willed to him. He's the only living relative of the, I don't know, deceased young teenager. He's the last of the Biddles, <laughs> I guess. They searched far and wide, and he's the last one. Even though his name is Nathan Brandt, but it's fine. He's Justin Long. So yeah, Justin Long uh, is checking out his new home, and there's a locked door to the basement, and he tries to open it. 
and he can't and he cuts his hand oh right yeah and he's he's like son of a bitch he does he says bitch he it's says like justin bitch and goosebumps oh Corlett. justin you can't say that <laughs> that's our first goosebumps bitch uh bitch count that's one yeah um yeah so the blood drips on the floor and after he walks away from the door the door drinks the blood it sucks it up it's <laughs> It was very much Hellraiser, uh, honestly. So the the blood like pools and then it like slinks up the door frame and gets sucked into like some holes in it. And I was like, "What is this Hellraiser? What is this?" I'm we here for watch it, Hellraiser though. again. Oh, I just watched it not too long ago. Still really good. The first one. Yep. Oh, I should watch it. I haven't seen it since watching it with you. That's so good, Brandon. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. All right, but back to Goosebumps. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> so I'm kidding. <laughs> So now we cut back to Isaiah, and instead of studying and, uh, you know, trying to actually do well on this test, he's just having a little pity party, like, man, mm-hmm. gotta do well on this test, or my entire future is destroyed because I'm not gonna get a scholarship. Yeah, it's all about that scholarship. But then his next-door neighbor slash oldest friend slash potential love interest, Margot, comes up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yo, you got to do well on this test. And he's like, oh, but there's no way I possibly can. So he convinces her to help him cheat at the test. <gasps> Even though she doesn't really want to, she does. Because, I don't know, he's a cute boy. And uh, what are you going to do? I feel like Margot is like 35 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Margot is one of those characters who's like, oh, we got to do everything by the book. Yeah. And everything has to be done right, but then she also just cheats on a test. Yeah, she just helps Isaiah. Like, I appreciate that. Like, they've definitely been friends for a long time. She doesn't want to, but, like, she's got to help her buddy out. So she uh, helps him cheat on the test, and then I guess he gets an A, even though we never hear if he does. But he does play in the big game, so, like, you know, he must have. Yeah. Um, but the actress that plays Margot just looks very out of place to me. Like, she is not a teenager. <laughs> Uh, according to IMDb, she was born in 1999, so she's not a teenager. <laughs> she's not a 40 year old woman, but she has a vibe. She's somewhere in between, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they cheat on the test, and we don't see him get an A, but she tells him that he's going to get an A. So that's sorted. That, that's that's done. enough. Yep, that's <laughs> enough context for us. He can play in the big old game. All right. So now we have Allison, who's Isaiah's actual girlfriend come up and she's got some drama about someone on instagram trolling her or something oh right yeah i couldn't bother to care about any of this because i don't care about social media drama Mm -hmm. so but she's upset so i understand that it's something that is not good so basically what happened brandon i'll help you out here (laughs) okay is that for translating the gen stuff to me Oh, anytime. So she made a video promoting her Halloween party, Brandon, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. somebody trolled her by downloading the video and editing it to make it sound like she was like squeaking like a pig or something like that. And that is the most embarrassing thing ever. So that's what that was. Oh, you know what? We forgot to mention during the pep rally, there's another girl named Isabella who is kind of like the... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's the one that is like, she's behind the camera and... She makes a remark um, because oh. during the pep rally, Isaiah like gets really into it. He, he sounds like a gospel uh, like preacher talking to the students, mm-hmm. getting them hyped up and stuff. And yeah, this um, is his zone. She, she's kind of like a forgotten character. And she's just like, oh, God, please don't drop that expensive <laughs> yes, microphone. Absolutely. 
and then he drops the microphone. So she's very, very much in the background at this point. Um, I think she's going to be important, but um, why did we start talking about Isabella? I don't remember. I don't but, know. You brought her up for some reason. Oh, well, whatever. She was one of the characters we were about to talk about, I guess. Okay. She's, she's a person. Yes. So Allison's Halloween party plans are ruined. So now they need a new plan. And so their new plan is to have a Halloween party at the famously abandoned, haunted-looking house in their town. Yes, as you do. So this is basically the plot of Casper. (laughs) And they're all going to Whipstaff Manor to throw the coolest Halloween party you've ever seen. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, Brandon, this is just stealing from everything. (laughs) It's just everything horror thrown in a blender. Yeah, pretty much. And with Justin Long, yeah. So they get to the house and they can get in because Isaiah's dad is like a real estate agent or a, a, a handyman or something. He, yeah, he goes yeah. In the house. He's got the key. And Margot shows up because she was invited by Isaiah, I guess. I don't remember him saying, hey, come. But uh, <laughs> Allison doesn't like this because she's super fucking jealous of the relationship that Margot and Isaiah have because they're old friends. Yeah. Uh, the power goes out. And Isaiah has to go into the basement, and it's really dark. And while he's down there, he finds a camera, an old-fashioned-looking Polaroid camera. Yeah. And he comes back upstairs, and he jump-scares everybody with a picture. Oh, scariest thing. In the basement, too, we didn't mention this, but there's kind of like an assortment of uh, Goosebumps things. Like, you have the haunted mask, which is not Mm -hmm. like a big green mask. It's just kind of like a face thing. No, it's like a boring mask. Yeah, it's not great like they could have done more i i can see how simplicity would be better for this kind of a series because if a character came up with that giant green mask on they'd be like what the hell is this 1993 like no <laughs> so i get why they went with a more simplistic approach to it but you got worms down there you got um the mask you got the camera uh james is one of the characters by the way uh he when when isaiah comes up and scares him i think he falls back and knocks into the cuckoo clock yeah there's a cuckoo clock there so this house is just like goosebumps. All yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like Arl Stein stayed here and he was like, "Oh, look at all this stuff around here. I could write books about all this shit." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now it's the party, and there's a part where Margot's sitting there, and that dude Lucas comes up with a couple worms, yes. and she's not into it or him, but he's not getting the hint. And Allison is still jealous of Margot, and she's like, Isaiah, I can't do this anymore. I can't believe you invited that bitch. And <laughs> so she leaves. Margot confronts Isaiah about this, and she's like, I'm not the girl you cheat with on tests or with your girlfriend. And then she leaves, so Isaiah has no one now. Aww. And Lucas is like, hey, I want to eat these worms. And nobody cares. <laughs> He's only entertaining himself. And then Justin Long shows up to be like, hey, this is my house. Party's over. And everyone's like, yeah. damn. Like, dang it, Justin Long. Ruin the party. Saying <laughs> Justin Long. Allison runs from the party and she runs into the dark woods because uh, she's dumb, I guess. Yep. <laughs> that is just not what you do. Like, I, as a grown man don't believe that there's going to be spooky ghosts and monsters in the woods. And I'm still not doing that. No, but I will give her credit. So Justin Long comes in and he's like, party's over. I'm going to call the police if you don't get out of here. And I assume that there's alcohol involved because this is like 2023's goosebumps. Okay. Oh yeah. This is the real shit. So she's like, fuck, I got to get out of here. Like I can't be (laughs) getting an MIP. I'm going to go into the woods. (laughs) 
police won't yeah. find me there she's if I can't find myself. Yeah. As soon as Justin Long's like, uh, excuse me, she's like, Nyong. <laughs> Uh, so Allison's running through the woods, and she she bumps into uh, like a silhouette of a person, and she's like, uh, "Hello, did you run from the party too?" And then he turns around, and he's just like on fire, and yeah. he like burns away to a skeleton. So that's scary for her and us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> then the next day at school, Justin Long shows up again because he's a party pooper. That's what he does, and he's looking for Isaiah. And he brings Isaiah his backpack, which he had left at the Biddle house the night before. Yes. In Isaiah's backpack, he finds Polaroids that he had taken the night before of Margot and Allison. Yeah. And they both look like they're, uh, you know, having a rough time in both of these pictures. Yeah. So, yeah, if you've seen any uh, Say Cheese and Dies before, you get the picture. Right, this, but not Say camera. Cheese and Die Part 2. Oh, no. They're not fat. Margot yeah. isn't fat in the picture. Right. Um, they don't have to make a negative out of a positive or any of that stuff. Um, yeah, so the picture of Allison is her, like, falling over. Because when she gets scared by the guy in the forest that sizzled away in front of her, she falls mm-hmm. down. Not too bad. The picture of Margot looks like she's choking. <laughs> so yeah. that's not great. Yeah, so one of them's already happened, and one of them hasn't happened yet. So we cut to Margot, and she's <laughs> in the hallway alone, an empty hallway. And there's a vending machine, and she's like, mmm, goodies. And she goes to <laughs> As get you something. Do. Yeah, she goes to get something, and she sees that friggin' ghost boy that Allison saw the night before. So she's looking at the ghost boy, and she's not paying attention. She just presses whatever button on the vending machine, and then the ghost boy disappears. But she gets her goodies, and she eats it <laughs> without yeah. looking, and she realizes that this has got peanuts in it. Yeah. And she starts having an allergic reaction, and she's like, <gasps> and she's dying. Luckily, the, like, the bell rings, so the hallway becomes crowded, and everyone can be like, oh, Margot's dying. <laughs> oh, shit, Margot's dying. <laughs> yeah, whoops. <laughs> so it looks just like the picture. Isaiah's there, and he's, like, looking at the picture and looking at her, and he's like, oh, man, you're dying just like this picture. <laughs> At least, so at least Isaiah knows Margot well enough. Apparently, nobody else does that she has an allergic reaction. So he runs up to her. He's like, You got your EpiPen? She's like, <gasps> You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dying. Could you please help instead of. <laughs> Don't ask me. Just get it. You know, I have it. Like, I have a peanut allergy. Yes. So he grabs the EpiPen, stabs it into her leg, and then she's better. And, uh, yeah. Damn, six expensive EpiPen. Hopefully, they're in Canada. <laughs> I'm sure they are. There's all kinds of seaside. <laughs> towns over there it's it's all seaside as far as i know yeah yes the whole country (laughs) is seaside um so now isaiah's like this is pretty freaky and he goes to show his friend james the photos that he Mm. took but now when he tries to go show james the photos are just blank yeah just white polaroids which is a bummer and uh james is like i ain't got time for this shit and he takes a picture of isaiah and he's like, this camera ain't even freaky, dude. So he drives off and leaves Isaiah there to look at the photo. And it's a photo of Isaiah yeah. with his arm broken as hell. Yeah. Gruesomely broken. Yeah. Bone, bone sticking jutting out. out. Oh, my God. Right. It looks nasty. So now Isaiah has no one to turn to but his old pal Margo. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, check out this photo of me. 
And Margot's dealing with her own shit, so she doesn't want to deal with Isaiah's. And yeah, but she almost like, just died. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I ain't got time for this. Deal with this shit yourself. And the photo's blank anyway, so that doesn't help. Yeah, interestingly, with this one, apparently if you show the picture to somebody else, it just is, like, shy. So it turns white. You can't see it. <laughs> yeah. The camera's like, oh, I'm going to tell you how these people die, but I also want people to think you're crazy. Except for Allison. She got off very easy. She just took a very easy tumble in the forest, whereas Margot almost died, and Isaiah's picture is him of like with the worst break I've ever yeah. seen in my fucking life. <laughs> Isaiah looks like he went through a Mortal Kombat fatality, and yeah. Allison got a little bit startled and tripped. <laughs> it's, it's very unfair. I don't get it. Not the same. Isaiah goes home, and he's like, man, fuck this camera. And he it. just smashes it. Yeah. He smashes it to bits. He lights it on fire. It's awesome. With the photo, too. He throws the photo in the fire, too. I do have to say, so he smashes the camera with, like, a baseball bat or something. He's like, fuck this camera. And then he puts it on his workbench, douses it in lighter fluid, and lights a match and throws it on there. And I'm like, dude, you're going to start a fucking house fire. <laughs> yeah. It's going to end up like the Beatles. Now we cut to the football game, and Isaiah's in it because he got an A, as we all know. Yeah. And we get to halftime, and Isaiah's team's ahead. But while they're in the locker room, he notices that in his locker is the camera. Yeah, this part was awesome. I think this was done super well. So Isaiah's is like, that camera's gone. I'm going to be perfectly fine. Let's get everybody hyped up. Like, he's the hype man for the team. He rouses everybody up so that they're going to play their best. So he gets done, like riling everybody up and having like this is gonna be awesome and then he goes and he opens up his locker for like a split second (laughs) he opens up his locker for like a split second and the fucking camera's there brandon and they do the great shot of like the zoom in on him where like i don't it's very dreamy and it looks really good his reaction's great it was perfect and they're like dragging him out of the locker room but his, (laughs) his gaze is still fixed on that camera it was really well done. I was very impressed and happy about it. Because I love it. They're, he's like, no, please, no, no. And they're like, nope, you're playing football. <laughs> yep, let's go. So now they get on the field, and Isaiah's telling his team the plan. He's like, all right, what do we do? And they're like, uh, win. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Your only goal is to protect me. Yes. And they're like, uh, I don't know about that. And he's like, yes, just protect the quarterback. That's it. Just make sure his arm doesn't get broken, and that's that's all we want to do. Yeah. So while they're like getting ready to start the play, um, one of his teammates' face turns into the demon ghost fire boy. Yeah. And then he turns to the ref, and the ref's face does the same thing. Then kind of everybody is fire zombies. Right. I don't know what they're going for here. So like Isaiah gets transported to hell for a second. <laughs> Yeah, like it's it's a pretty big escalation in this episode. Like it's like little creepy things going on, and now homeboy's just in hell. And <laughs> yeah, there's fire around him. Everybody, like there are like zombies popping up that are the devil kid from the ground, and and we, it splits over to him like Isaiah's in real life in in the um in the game, and he's just like acting crazy and stuff, and everybody's like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, like. Isaiah looks insane. The woman from the diner cafe. Yeah, I think it's N- Lucas, Nora, Lucas' mom, right? Yes, Lucas's mom. She, I can't tell if she can actually see the demons or if she can just see that something weird is happening. 
But right. either way, she's like, oh, okay. Uh, Something's this up is with bad. this. Yeah, because we see her eyes and they, they flicker with red. Like, she's seeing the hellscape inferno that Isaiah is yeah, seeing for a second. That's what I thought at first, but then I thought her reaction is a little muted for someone who would be seeing the gates of hell open up right in front <laughs> right. of her. Yeah. So, I'm not sure. Um. So, yeah, Isaiah is running away from the zombies and he falls and he breaks his arm. Just that like easy. the photo. It's that easy, Brandon. Don't fall. You will break your arm and your bone will be jutting out. Yes. Unless you're Allison, you'll fall and it'll just be fine. Now we cut to the hospital. Isaiah, it's not a good not a good break. He's going to be out for the whole season, which means Damn. that he's going to miss any chance at a scholarship. Sadly, though, Brandon, uh, I forgot to talk about this part, is that there's a scene where um, Isaiah's his mom and dad are sitting there yelling at each other because they're banking on Isaiah getting the scholarship so that they don't have to pay for his college because they don't have a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Their hopes are very pinned on this kid to succeed. It's, it's Yeah, not a great situation. No. So now, like, he's going to miss out on his scholarship and his dad's like, oh, we'll pay for it somehow. And the mom's like, are we, though? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you sure, Dad? <laughs> Maybe we should talk about this. And he's just like, mm-hmm. zip it doing it so yeah so nora from the cafe shows up at the hospital and she tells isaiah's dad that some force out there is coming after their children to make up Mm -hmm. for the sins of their past yeah so very much nightmare on elm street yeah i guess this fire kid is just basically freddy krueger died in a fire the parents killed him and now he's coming back to kill the next generation yep i guess so um, so yeah, that's all laid on the table in episode one. Got the whole backstory. So we got one more scene now. Oh, yes, yes. We see Justin Long, and he's in his Biddle house. And he sees that fire zombie that we've been seeing everywhere. Right. And the fire zombie turns into smoke. Mm-hmm. And Justin Long eats it. <laughs> he can't help but inhale that child. Yeah, he hoovers that ghost. And smiles. An evil little smile. The ghost is inside of him now. An evil little Justin Long smile. (laughs) Yes, he has become ghost. (laughs) I'm the Patrick Swayze now. Yeah. So that's 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 where we end episode one, Cortland. Yeah. What did you think, Brandon? Did you enjoy yourself watching this? I enjoyed myself. Like, it's very similar in tone and vibe to the Are You Afraid of the Dark stuff. Yeah. Agreed. I, I would have preferred if it was a little more kind of not necessarily like comedic, but it's pretty dark. It It is dark and like it looks dark, like the colors are very muted. It's it's just kind of like a dark overcast looking show. The whole yeah. show is cloudy. Yeah. Just to differentiate itself from the Are You Afraid of the Dark stuff, maybe just a little bit more lighthearted because that's what goosebumps was to the original are you afraid of the dark mm-hmm. but it's good i like it i think it's good too it's trying to be spookier yeah i mean we had the movies and those were not very spooky they're more funny this one is going straight for horror and it's nice to see like the homages to nightmare on elm street um i also think that we're getting into kind of like a uh, uh cabin in the woods style thing because i think every episode is going to follow a different character 
Like we saw James hit the cuckoo clock. So I think his episode is going to be based on cuckoo clock and doom. The worms go eat worms is one of the episode names. So Lucas is probably going to be the star for that episode. And it's going to go over, I don't know, worm things or something. <laughs> I don't, I don't okay. really know. Well, what they're going I to mean, that's a, that's a good way to make 10 episodes not feel like yes. 10 episodes. That's probably why what I'm thinking is uh, I haven't watched another episode yet, but we have five episodes all at once. I think we're going to get like different perspectives of the same day kind of thing. The Ooh. camera was with Isaiah, the uh, worms is going to be with Lucas, you know, et cetera, for five episodes. I think that's what we're going to get. And I'm well, cool that, with that. I like that, that would be interesting. And I got to say, I like that the things are like, I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say, but like the Are You Afraid of the Dark Carnival of Doom or whatever did the, oh, the stories are coming to life. And then the Goosebumps movies did, oh, the stories are coming to life. Mm-hmm. And I like that this is just this is just spooky shit that's happening. Yeah, because Isaiah didn't pick up that camera being like, this is just like in the book. Say yeah. cheese and die. If, if that know? had happened, I would have been like, oh, this again. Yeah. But yeah. no, this is just an actual spooky story that just happens to have these things. Right. Yeah, I think it's good. And I'm looking forward to watching some more of it. So it's exciting. Same. And you can see it. you can see on the thumbnail of this Goosebumps what is presumably Slappy. Yeah. Yep. We'll get so I wonder eventually. how the hell he fits into all this. And I hope he doesn't take over the whole thing. Well, I guess we'll have to see what happens. We'll have to see what happens. OK, well, that's it for episode one of Goosebumps. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next week to talk about episode two, which is The Haunted Mask. So, All right, right away, Haunted Mask. Let's yeah, we'll get to see Carly Beth do her chicken dance, I'm sure. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> She's going to be getting in the mood and everything. It's going to be great. All right. Well, that's next <laughs> right. week. I'll see you, Cortland. Sounds good. I'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.